What's going on, ladies and gentlemen? It is I, your sister's favorite podcaster, a.k.a. the Microphone Messiah, a.k.a. Phil Fatu. Listen, I am joined by Katie Scarlet. Poison Scarlet has returned to the BC, and I have the current podcast champion, Mr. Brandon Tanguma. What's going on, you guys? Howdy. It's great to be back. Yes, yes, we we, we have missed you. Well, I'm glad to be missed, but hopefully the uh, hiatus will no longer be a thing. Um, we certainly had quite a bit of wrestling going on this past week, huh? Yes, yes. There was wrestling all across the board, whether it be on television or out at your uh, in your local area, in your region. Yeah. Once again, shout out to uh, Ugwa. Great show this past weekend. Uh, Collectible Stampede was fun. Shout out Alpha Zoe. Uh even when Loverboy Leo couldn't make it, he the task was still at hand to uh, walk away with the gold, and he did. Spoiler alert. Shout out Victor Von Richter for uh, making the save and hopping in that three-way with Zoe and Dave Wasted. Uh, will we see Loverboy Leo back in the running for the Bullet Cast Championship? Um, that's a possibility. Next one is October 8th. We don't know if Alpha Zoe will be in Japan, though, because he won wow. that so. There will be some bullet castness going on at the next collectible stampede. Tune in for that interim championship. I know every wrestling fan out there loves interim championships. Yeah, we don't. Can do we that. not? You're basically the interim champion. Well, I would say that because a certain someone, a certain person who held the title allegedly couldn't even hold it for like 24 hours, isn't that here at this said podcast? You do realize I, you had a run like that too, right? Well, if you want to strike that from the record, I'm perfectly fine with that. I'm a man of my word, okay? We can go back, and if you want to knock me down to now I only have 15 titles, that's perfectly fine. But that I just fun. would like to, to talk to the Bullet Cast Commission to say that you know, Brian's one day Kane title see. reign should just be absolutely stricken from the record, and I am still the longest reigning Bullet Cast champion in history. Y'all, yeah. the heat on this is real. Let's you see. should see the group chat. Mm, Brandon, where is it at? You, it, where's that one day rain at? You know, if if I do have a ah, your rain, fourth run was one day. That there it is. Well, you can just stricken that from the record. Why you would can I do stricken that? Brian's from the record. This is and... this is documented. This the, 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 these are documented things that happened. I think you got to at least hold it for two days. No. At least make it out of the weekend for it to count. It's not how we work over here, man. It's not how it's it's done. Uh, Katie, what are your thoughts on uh, the uh, wrestling that happened this weekend? Battleground, Night of Champions, Double or Nothing. Tell us your thoughts. Talk about some crazy wrestling this weekend. Uh, I, unfortunately, was only able to watch Night of Champions, and even then I watched it two days after the actual premium live event. Uh, With that said, mad props to Seth Rollins. Uh, That match between him and AJ Styles was absolutely incredible. Definitely an A match on my docket. Uh, 
when it came to seeing Bianca Belair lose her championship to Asuka, I was not expecting it, but I, I did think that it was time. Um, I want to see what else Bianca can do besides just be a champion. You, you want to so hear, uh, hear a fun fact? Sure. I'd love to hear a fun fact. She held the title for 420 days. Hey. I don't get it. Uh, anyway, I'm excited to see what Asuka does with the championship run, and I'm even more excited to see what Bianca does with her character now that she is not champion anymore. I think it's going to be interesting to see what sort of nuances she brings to her character and where we go from here. Uh, also, can we talk for a second about the bloodline and the absolute fractioning that is... The Usos and Roman and Solo, like, what is going on? Um, I feel like I've been out of the loop for the past couple of weeks, but not that much. Like, what? How do you, how do you think I feel? They won't answer my calls. Oh, you poor thing, you. Jimmy, Jay, Solo, not even the wise man. Oh. The, tab- the table is currently under construction right now. I- it just takes... Roman... I won't do what they, I won't do what he did. I will be there for you. You say the word, put me on a plane. I am there. Like that was the super kick heard around the world, man. Whew. But in all fairness, Sammy got his retribution against Roman, so that was great. Um, overall, Night of Champions, in my opinion, was a solid B plus. Uh, it was a really good. Um, entertaining PLE, but I think that there was room for improvement on some of the matches. I went ahead and just gave my personal highlights for that. Um, I did not get the chance to see Battleground, nor did I get to see uh, the AEW pay-per-view double or nothing. I do have friends that did go see it, though, so mad props to them for being in the arena at the time. Um, Ultimately, I will find out what sort of craziness we are seeing as the weeks go by. I said it. I'm going to say it again. NXT Battleground show of the weekend. Fantastic. Across yeah. The, across the board. Well, apparently Comcast is doing away with Peacock Premium for subscribers uh, starting June 26th. So unless I... Figure out something else to do. I'm probably Comcast? gonna be. Katie's losing. Katie's still... losing her cock. Are they still going by Comcast? Uh, I think they're Xfinity now. But, yeah, I, th- I um... thought it was just Xfinity across the board. I mean, I'm just, I'm, I'm frustrated with that whole situation. But know, they're saying gotta... they're gonna give subscribers Peacock Premium for two ninety nine a month for twelve months. So I may just go with that. Or bad. this may be an opportunity to find some different cable. That's a possibility. Uh, Ted DiBiase Jr. is uh, possibly going to prison for 120 years for uh, wire fraud uh, after being charged with misappropriating uh, millions of dollars in federal safety net funds and titting for needy families and low-income individuals in the state of Mississippi. Teddy. Teddy Jr. What? Tiss, tiss. Tiss, tiss, tiss. Come on, man! You're the million dollar man. You shouldn't be doing wild. Million dollar man's son. We 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 don't we don't we don't know if he has a trust. 
We don't, we don't know. Still, come on. Mm. This uh, this put I'm sure this put a halt on Ted Senior's uh, his uh, his barbecue business he was trying to get into. Yeah. Uh, Brett the Hitman Hart. Uh, he gets a star on the Canadian Walk of Fame. Um, congratulations to him. I thought he would have had one there a long time ago, but hey. Yeah, well, you know, it's a Canadian Walk of Fame. They're very slow, and you know they don't know what they're doing up there. And how do you know this? Because I know. What 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 sources do you have? I have my sources. I have my. Unfortunately, I do have Canadian sources. How stupid and you know lackadaisical they may be, and they told me that you know they're just a little slow on these things. It gets cold up there. You know they just move at a different pace because you know I was damn near in Canada this past weekend, and that I wouldn't. Not they not a good time. They wouldn't let you up there. We 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 wouldn't allow you there. I wouldn't want to go up there. We 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 don't allow that there. Um, since we're on the topic of Canada, we'll go Canada. We'll go to this. Um, the man who made me an honorary Canadian, CVV Chris Van Vliet, has welcomed a baby girl. Congratulations to him. A lot of baby news. Uh, Alexa Bliss also announces her pregnancy. Congrats to her. The 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 trend continues. If you work with Oscar, you get pregnant. And then Jordan Grace is now a free agent. So where will she go? Well, uh, not even Mama Thickness, just Mama Jacked. Mama Muscle. Mama Muscle is she gonna is she gonna go AEW? I hope she doesn't come over come over to Stanford. Let's let's uh let's let's see what we can have going on there. Yeah, I think wherever she goes, uh, she'll she'll do quite well. Uh, you know, AEW. I don't know where she would go because AEW. You know the the tisk between Jonathan Gresham and Tony Khan. I don't know if that's gonna affect their relationship. Or go to a uh, WWE with Vince in charge. I mean, I don't he's know if charge, she exactly. Do we know this for a fact. Like, we well, keep, he's we, he's we definitely keep... more in charge of creative than he was beforehand. I was the is, one saying, "Okay, set your tea kettle. It's gonna be fine." But uh, it looks like he's definitely more back in charge. How do we How do we know this? Are we in the room? Are Are we Are we in these meetings? How do we know? Because I listen to people who are plugged in, and they say, how, and they how talk they, about how are they, how are they plugged in? Because they have sources. Well, okay. So, sources, sources. This is word of mouth, bro. We don't know this for a fact until we hear it. Well, how like, do you know that? Is how do you know that it's not for a fact? Because we can't just believe it is and not have concrete evidence. That's what. So, I'm the, That's so what, what do I'm you? Getting. So, what do you believe right now, Philip? Well. I believe that Triple H is still in charge because that's what they've told us. That's what people who are actually tuned in have told us. A Nick Khan, you know, things like that. Okay. Guys, we're just going to we're just going to ignore like every single report that yes. WWE, that they're stop with these creative and these reporters, bro. And, stop and, and even if Vince this. isn't there physically at the building, he is changing things and he's putting his two cents in everything. Bro, you know how they said the Raw After Mania where scripts were being printed out and all that other stuff? Like, they, there was that video going around of scripts just being changed left and right? I was sitting over there, bro. I didn't see any of that. So, like, let's let, let's not just listen to these reports. That That's what I'm getting at. Let's form our own opinions. Well, uh, I'm forming my own opinion, and then you're shooting it down. No, your your opinion's based off of what you've read. Because I try to be have an informed opinion. It's that how are they 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 don't have any concrete evidence that this man is running the show again what what is the concrete evidence that you need what is concrete evidence? i need vince mcmahon to say i'm writing this i am doing this i need triple h or stephanie or nick khan to say yes vince mcmahon is writing television again that's what i need to happen 
If none okay. of those people say that, then I, I'm not going to believe it. Impact Wrestling Under Siege took place. This was a sleeper pay-per-view. A lot of good stuff happened here, man, for real. Um, the design was uh, going off. Uh, Trinity wrestled uh, Giselle Shaw. Uh, Giselle Shaw, I'm sorry. Uh, that that was that looked like it was fun. Really, the takeaway from it, um, Scott Demore getting put through a flaming table by Bully Ray, and then uh, Steve Macklin, a PCO for the Impact title, just going at it. Steve Macklin, I know, losing an insane amount of blood. PCO literally having his mouth stapled shut and then ripping them out. Um, Impacts, they're they're doing they're doing some good stuff over there. Uh, Kenny King versus Nick Aldis was cool. I like I like how this was shot. It felt it didn't it didn't feel like their normal stuff. It felt a little different, and I like that. Yeah, Impact's uh, chugging along as they've been doing for the past. 21 22 years now at this point and shout out steve macklin i mean i know we, we never really talked impact but he's like quietly like just having a resurgence or just like really making a name for himself because he didn't really have a name coming into wwe and then he gets released and i would be shocked if they're like how many people actually know what's going on and you know a forgotten son is actually doing some really good work on impact absolutely katie any thoughts on uh impact under siege Honestly, um, my big takeaway was just how great Trinity is looking. Um, that was the main match that I was there to see, and I was very excited about it. Honestly, I think I should start watching some more Impact. Uh, I really liked their show quality. There, there we go. I think we've all start talking some more impact. Um, moving on. Alex Hammerstone has been uh, MLW champion for over 600 days. Um, he's uh, what? Uh, a little over 200 days away from uh, tying or breaking the uh, record set by uh, Big Oosh, Jacob Fatu at 819. So we'll we'll see how uh, uh, Hammerstone treads along with that. Uh Baron Corbin and Mustafa Ali showed up on NXT this week, and I loved it. I loved it. Baron Corbin just attacking Carmelo Hayes and holding up that NXT title. Let, let's do this. Let's do this. Go back to when Corbin was in NXT and just beat people in 15 seconds. Give him the old theme song back and just, just let him be a monster. I think I think he will be a nice foil for, uh, for Carmelo Hayes since he's moved on from Braun Breaker. And Ali just... Showing up in the, I think he'll be in the uh, North American title picture, and that's that should be fun. I completely agree. I think that it was a really wise idea on management to take them down to NXT. I think that it's going to not only be a great way for Corbin and Ali to further make a name for themselves, but I think that the talent on NXT will benefit from some of the tutelage from some you know, from Baron and from Mustafa, who are both veterans at this point in WWE. Oh, absolutely, absolutely. I don't, I don't have much of a, of a qualm with Ali being in NXT, but the fact that Baron Corbin, who has been like a laughingstock and a joke for the past however many months, and then now he's just going to be in the main event of NXT. I mean, what kind of message does that kind of send? Wasn't Dolph Ziggler kind of a laughing stock losing two weeks or two years straight on pay per view and then became the world champion? Or no, he once, lost two and years once, straight. And once again, on, was that really a good look for NXT? It, I would. I wasn't. I wasn't even talking about NXT. I was talking about how 
he lost on main roster straight for two years. And then well, that's what I'm saying. And then he comes down to title. NXT and then he wins their world championship for a cup of coffee. And then Braun Breaker Honestly, wins I it think, back. I think that helped Braun Breaker, you know? Like, yeah, I, I think it did being in there with a veteran like uh, like Ziggler. I think that helped him a great deal. And then him not just winning it back at the uh, at the pay-per-view that they had and then him winning it on Monday Night Raw put a little bit more eyes on him. So I think that served its purpose. Now, you know, he Carmelo ha- could be in there with a guy like Corbin who does have the big match experience. I mean, he's been in main events before and things like that. So I think this will help him as well. And honestly, if he beat him for it, I wouldn't be mad. I, I wouldn't. Neither would I. I mean, honestly, it's high time that Corbin gets a little bit more uh, screen time, in my opinion. He's a phenomenal talent, and he's very good at putting people over. I think he deserves a little bit of time in the spotlight. Absolutely. I just don't think being a laughingstock for two months should put you in the spotlight. Maybe. Work your way up a little bit. Well, well how, how, about do we, the... how do we know let's... that he's not going to work his way up? He just held up the title. Exactly. Not only that, but let's talk a little bit about the fact that, you know, he's not the one making the decision decision to be a laughing stock. Like, that's that's the writer's decision. Yeah, Brandon, you don't know that? And then it's also the writer's decision to thrust him in the main event. In NXT, which is technically developmental. So essentially what they're doing is they're knocking him down a peg. It's a, and it's then... a refresher, bro. That's all. That's yeah. all it is. It happens to everyone. Like it happened to Mark Henry. Big show. He, he was world champion. He had to go down to LVW and get a little refresher. And I think that was for him to lose. Well, that, that's weight. that's because he was like fat. and they Well, no, that was for him to lose weight too. But also, you know, he went down there, got a little refresher. Like it, <laughs> this, this has been a WWE thing for years. This is just what happens. I'm sorry, I'm stupid. It's okay, man. It's, it's all right. You'll uh, where's Tim? You'll yeah, I know, right? He he could save this. All right, I um, have yet to meet Tim. I'll Tim have to is, meet him. Tim is fantastic. Um, shout out Tim Pro Wrestling Unlimited. Go check out all of his stuff. Let's go to the fan mail. Uh, Copenhagen Smith. Hi, Copenhagen. Hopefully, he can cheer me up. Y'all, I heard all the uh, NXT chatter and decided to check it out, and it was awesome. The whole show was great, and really, uh, and some really bright stars are shining down there. See, this is what the NXT is. Tiffany Stratton, she's fantastic. Uh, there, there's a lot of Ilya Dragunov. Can't wait for him to, to come up. You know, Ilya Dragunov and Dijak, them, them, they, oh, my, just the physicality was fantastic. Dan, uh, he says, AEW had a wonky pay-per-view this past weekend. But for those uh, four young gents in the heavyweight title contest, uh, had an extraordinary showing. I know they did. Who do you 420? Who do you made some glad Seth is world champion? But I think uh, about him saying how uh, I think about him saying how he he would be the guy if he didn't live in the Roman Reigns era. That's a shame because he's more popular now than ever. Yeah. That is that is a thing. Certain certain people live in other people's eras. That's that's a thing. It's unfortunate. Katie, how do you feel about this? Honestly, the goal I think should always be to set yourself apart, regardless of whose era you're in. And I think that Seth does that. Sure, but like I'm I'm sure he would want the top spot, and unfortunately, well that that's what everybody wants, but unfortunately he can't have that because. Roman has it. 
Right. But I mean, who knows what we're about to see with Roman. So there was a time when he came back from his injury where Roman was still flailing as baby face and they gave him they gave Seth a little little shine for him to possibly take that ball. And he didn't he didn't you know he didn't take it to the house. Yeah, that's it's, it's just the way like Savage was in the Hogan era. Orton was in the Cena era. Rollins is in the Roman era. I live in the Joe Rogan era. It's just how it's just how it is, you know. In other people's eras, you know, it's just the way it is. Um, I think that is it from the fan mail. We can move on from that. We can go to the Monday Night Raw. Seth Rollins has a championship celebration. Uh, AJ Styles music hits. He comes out there, says you didn't, uh, you don't deserve it. You earned it. Judgment Day comes out there, so then that sets up a uh, tag team match later on in the night, and Rollins and Styles defeat the Judgment Day. Man, what yeah. about this uh, brand split, huh? I mean, have we had a, a this... full show without a you know people coming over? Yeah, we did. Yeah, yeah. Which I mean, one? All the, all the ones bef- before this one, like when the when the draft went to effect after the Puerto Rican pay per view. That's why the the bloodline showed up. When did they show up? We had that the thing where Paul Heyman showed up. He had a little visitor pass on the back of his phone. Okay, he had a visitor's pass, bro. Oh, so that's okay. Okay, got it. Yeah, that's. And then Paul they Heyman clearly came, wanted then, you to see that. And then Paul Heyman came back last week and he said he was invited to be on Monday Night Raw. Yeah, he was invited to be there. That's okay. Okay, then this time AJ Styles just showed up because he wanted to pay respects to Seth Rollins. He was. I he feel like you guys read into this too much, bro. It's like it's like back in the day when the brand split was still a thing, and we'd have a big pay per view, and oh my god, someone so's here from from SmackDown for one night only. You know, it's basically what that was. I mean, they didn't go overboard and say any of that, but that's just what that. That's. Just I mean, that I is. just feel like crazy crazy thought here. But if we're gonna say we're gonna have a brand split and we're gonna have two distinct rosters, maybe let's adhere to that. Three weeks into it, bro. They've been doing. Were you talking about this when they did this all these years ago back in the day? Yeah, we're, the tape. No, no, you, no, no. Check the tape Stop. once again. Philip, eleven year old, eleven year old Brandon was like, "Well, well, I don't think he should be here on Raw because he's on SmackDown, and this just doesn't make any sense." You were really well. Doing if you it. also listen to what I said when we did the brand split, I said why they shouldn't do a brand split, just have everyone on every show because you're hog tying yourself to a specific roster, and they're. They have depth issues, and so just... so if so, what you're telling me is we should just have everybody on every show. I'm not every not everyone on every show, but just have no limits. No, if you okay. need AJ Styles to be on Raw, he could be on Raw. If you need him on SmackDown, but he could be on SmackDown. If we see the SmackDown, you can have a sticks, you can have a core base where listen, you know the Bloodlines on look, SmackDown and Rollins is on on Raw. The SmackDown Six got to shine because there was a brand split. So if we don't have a brand split, and then if we go back to like the 2015 2016 days where everybody's just everywhere. And I saw this on Monday. Why am I watching it again on Friday? Like, that's just, this is just what you want to happen. Well, there's a fine line where you can have, you know, fresh content on both shows and utilize everybody. That's just lazy booking to have, you know, the same people on both shows doing the same things over and over and over again. You can have, you know, a set of, you know, four, five acts you really want to focus on Raw and four or five acts you really want to focus on SmackDown, and you can kind of fill out the mid-card and lower card with other people. So you're saying or we that- could just be fans and enjoy the screen time we get from, you know, different wrestlers. No, 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 no. We're we're gonna we're gonna have this conversation. We're gonna have this conversation. 
So you're saying use the lower card people. That's what you're saying. No, I'm saying we can we just have a cohesive story and a cohesive reasoning for why these people are here? Okay. Well, wasn't wasn't the reason made obvious on Monday? Did you not understand? Once again, forever if we're gonna have a brand split, can we not have like the main focus of the entire show be a SmackDown guy coming over here? The like, whole reason. Well, the main okay, focus the of the show was to celebrate the new world champion. He's on Raw. Exactly, and the whole and reason the that AJ Styles was there was to celebrate Seth being champion. He was there specifically to congratulate him. It's not like he was trying to one-up him. It's not like he was trying to set up a feud. He was there to say congratulations. Plus, they both probably had just gotten back in from New York, uh, back to New York from Jeddah. So this was a way for them yeah. to, you know, he, throw he, an extra surprise in for the uh, for the fans of Albany. Yeah, like how how do how do we know like the, there was a plane delay and like oh I can't get home. Let me just go. Let me just go to Raw. Is it, is well, it, I didn't hear it from the pilot himself that he that there was a plane that there was a you know plane de- delay. I said so maybe. I don't, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what's going on with his flight situation. I'm just gonna harp on this once again. Why does the Raw exclusive championship have to have a whole side of SmackDown people wrestling for it? I could did, just fill it out with raw wrestlers. Didn't we already go over that? I'm just reiterating it because it's it's stupid. We literally, we literally already talked about this. Doubling down. Like, who would you okay? Who would you put in there? Don't don't go look at the roster since you just know who would you. And this is this is my point: is Raw and SmackDown individually don't have enough depth continuously to have a hard and fast brand split. I mean, they can. Then why don't they do that? This is Katie's leaving. Doing. We're going nowhere. This is what we're doing. We're having a brand split. Look, for that world title tournament, okay, let's say all the people that were in there were all on Raw. So then what happens to the other show? People are eventually going to have to challenge Roman over there. Who's who's going to who's going to challenge Roman over there? You're, all those you're, guys... you're, prov- you're proving my point exactly. If we just didn't have a brand split and we just had everyone go back and forth, you could have had all those people wrestle for that Raw championship. You can have a different explanation for so the championship being there. People go back and, okay, so let's say Bobby Lashley challenges Roman. He loses. Then he goes over. Okay, now I'm going to go challenge for the World Heavyweight title. Well, that guy just beat you. Why should I let you challenge for mine? That doesn't make sense. That's it's why redundant. you have that's why you it, have them really you build them in the in the mid card. You don't he's not going to go from Seth to Roman. He can face Theory or whatever the hell is going on in the But we've already card. had Bobby facing Theory like a bazillion times at this point. And I know that I just used a made up number, but I really don't care. Um well, that's that that's that's not what he was getting at. He was just getting at like building people in the mid card. Right. So building we, people in the mid card is one thing, but so, but the idea that saying just because one person shows up on a on on a weekday show that's not what they're on after a pay-per-view literally the day after a pay-per-view that's not saying that they're going to do anything huge with that you know it was it was something it was something that was a spectacle for the fans in Albany once again it was a one night thing or like what like who cares but it's a one night. It's a but it's a one night thing 
three weeks of month after they said we're going to have a hard and fast brand split and they're already going back on that. Dude, two months from now, we're not going to remember this. Who cares? Yeah, it's it's fan service. Let fans have their fan service. Like they went to Raw like, oh, my God, I got to see AJ Styles. It was a bonus. Cool. Right. Come back. I wonder if that's going to happen again. You know, that's I'm sorry. I want I sorry. I want my wrestling to make sense. It's wrestling. <laughs> it's never. It, it's not going to make sense all the time. I mean, and I, I just, I feel like that's just a, a terrible way to look at it. Why, why can't things make sense? Because then you you're just giving sense. up. Uh, Cody Rhodes challenging Brock Lesnar again. No, that didn't make sense. That was so okay. with a broken arm. Yes, yes. You know, it also didn't make that that whole match, but it's okay. How did the match not make sense? The man had a broken arm, and he was in the Kimura for like twenty minutes. It wasn't of course more like more, more like three minutes, but it yeah. was it was okay. It was like yeah. at least five minutes. He has a high pain threshold. I know I'm the MMA guy, Philip, but that, like a Kimura should not be on there for that long. He, well, you can see he had it in, but when the arm goes back is when Brock is really wrenching on it. So which I mean, he was he was testing it like it like like when like when you're like when you're putting gas, you know, you, you when you press on the pedal, you're testing it. Uh, can I go this far? Can I get, can I, can I rev up like this? That, that's all that is. I don't think Brock Lesnar is the guy who just eases his way into things. Anyway, uh, Brock Lesnar likes to toy with his opponents. I think he is. He's like the, the big lion who's just patting around a, a dead animal. Yes, exactly. Cause he's a beast. Cause he's the alpha male of our species. Anyway, something I did want to point out uh, during Raw that made me giggle uh, was Seth Rollins tricking Rhea Ripley into posing with him. That was fun. Uh, just a cute little, uh, cute well, little aside. It was a callback to Sean and uh, Melina. Yeah, exactly. Very, very fun. Um, it has it's up on all the socials if you haven't seen it. So definitely take a look. Uh, yeah, with Cody challenging Brock again, do you think we're going to see him see this happen on Money in the Bank or SummerSlam or both? Uh, well, if it's uh, if it's Money in the Bank, then uh, Brock has worked consistently uh, every pay per view. That's funny, he shows up more than Brian. What do you know? Um, yeah, strip on the championship. I would uh, you're the champion, be quiet. Uh, I, I, do, I a, to, like do a Tony Khan and retroactively dismiss what just happened and see no. like he was the champion. No, that's well, we're going to talk about Tony Khan in a second. Jeez. Um, but no, like I think what we should do, like since you know we, he likes to pay homage and poke and poke at things, like have some kind of hardcore match or whatever. Put on the jeans, put the red knee pad o- over one of your legs. Do the cowboy boots. Do the do the black shirt. And you know, just have a strap match or something like that. Because he, he had a, he had one with Jay Lethal in Ring of Honor, and that was pretty good. So have one with Brock Lesnar. I think that'd be fun. I think it'd be interesting for sure. Um, but I think I, I think the next step is some sort of stipulation match. Yeah, no, just just have a have a fight, just a strap match, a fight, something. Some sort of brawl, no holds barred, last Absolutely. man standing, blah blah blah. Um. Because we are officially in uh, Money in the Bank territory. Yes. We're getting qualifier matches now on Raw and SmackDown. Yes, we are. Uh, Bronson Reed took an L to Shinsuke Nakamura. Shinsuke has qu- uh, qualified for Money in the Bank. That could change his career. Uh, Ricochet got a win over The Miz. The Miz put on a clinic on Monday night. 
can we talk about that hurricanrana? Like and that, what? And, and that's why he's a two-time world champion. Y'all stop playing with that man. That WrestleMania main eventer. Exactly. That man didn't know how to do this. But also that moonsault from Ricochet on the apron. Mm -mm. Chef's kiss. Absolutely amazing. I didn't see that. I just only saw Miz highlights. (laughs) Only saw Miz highlights. Ricochet put on a great show. There's a reason he won. Absolutely. Ricochet's fantastic. And he's, I mean, you want guys like that in a, in a ladder match, you know? Usually that was Kofi's spot to be the athletic guy in the match. Now it's Ricochet. Um, Ronda Rousey and Shayna Baszler win the women's tag titles. Uh, this is a great spot for them. And it uh, kind of feels like Ronda, like when she debuted, she was just a big deal. And now just like she's just a regular, you know, worker now. She's just a person that shows up and does this and goes on to the next town now. Yeah. I agree completely. Um, I mean, good for I, I'm happy. I'm more happy for Shayna Baszler getting more action. Um, but y'all know my thoughts about Ronda Rousey. I, I couldn't care less about her. So, well, you know, did Ronda Rousey say D's nuts on a Monday Night Raw in 2023? Yes, yes, yes she, she did. did. Who just, want, just wanted to clarify. Yeah. I mean, yeah. When it comes to Ronda, I I don't know much about you know whatever she does outside of the ring. I'm just I'm just here to care about the the work in the biz. And I like I I've talked to people. I know people have their their qualms with them as Rousey or whatever. But you know, it it is what it is. I'm glad she's uh doing this. I need Shayna to be a killer again though. Agreed. I need, I need her to just uh be brutal. Be be brutal and yeah. The next brutal in her Warhammer 40k inspired ring gear. The next babyface champ we get, Shayna needs to be the challenger and just drape him over the rope and choke him out and boom. Uh, I'm here for it. Uh, And then lastly, Trish Stratus with the Zoe Stark attack, Becky Lynch. Yes, yes, they did. Uh, yeah, sh- shout out, shout out, Zoe. Um, clearly forgot her line when she was doing like her debut in ring promo with Trish Stratus. Uh, not you know, not not a great start, but. I do like the the pairing of Zoe and Trish. I think Zoe is very talented. You know, does need some work on the mic, but you know, pairing her with Trish, I think, can get some, uh, you know, get some stuff out of her. Hopefully, uh, she's not just like the, you know, the opening to get to Trish. Hopefully, Zo- they protect Zoe a little bit in this feud. But I am a little scared that uh, Becky's going to beat Zoe on her way to Trish at the end. Yeah, yeah, that's, I agree. Well, that's that's just going to happen. That's. At which point we'll be uh, sarcastically thanking Trish. Thank you. Trish. I've been I've been thanking Trish. Thank you, Trish. I've, I've been, been thanking Trish her for wearing for... that uh, that bodysuit. God dang. Well, she had to she had to wear it because you know they were in Saudi Arabia. And, well, yeah, and thank God uh, Becky was able thank, to get out of that country you, after Trish. wearing some caps. After what? After thank God Becky was able to get out of the country after showing some calf during a uh, blood money. When did she show some calf? During the match, her pants were riding up a little bit. You saw her, saw her leg. I I don't think that's how that works over there. Yeah, that's clearly accidental. It's not like stop, she stop making fun of this, this country's principles, brother. God, Jesus, I'm we're not making fun to... of their principles. I'm making we're fun a, of their. We're, uh... we're a diplomatic podcast. Stop, man. Oh, so oh, stop. sorry. Philip is awaiting for that uh that that money, but that uh Saudi Arabian stop, money. Stop, stop, man, dude. Let's talk about AEW now, man. The BCC are just on a roll. They defeat the Lucha Bros and Bandito. And once again, 
put in a great spot, but they lose. What I told you, I'm told all all my all my luchadors out there, they just have have they're there to have good matches and lose. Look, it's hey. Props to Pandito, though, who uh, he held Yuta in a delayed vertical suplex for like 60 seconds. Uh, that's kind of his thing. He just does that. Yeah, I know. But that's like, that's that's really cool. Who did he hold up? Yuta. Yuta. He did it to Jericho. I thought that one was impressive. Yeah, it's oh God, it's always impressive. Yeah. Any thoughts on this contest? I mean, it was a good match. Uh, Danielson was on commentary, so that was fun. Uh, we're not getting, you know, Danielson wrestling every week like we used to. So just to, to hear him, uh, I think is is a good time. But yeah, as you said, you know, Lucha Bros and Bandito, I think they can be, they can win some matches. and They can be used maybe a little more than just kind of having the good match and losing. But uh, BCC, I obviously they're going to do something with the Elite and uh, Blend and Guts or something. But I wonder if they. Could possibly set them up later down the line for a a trios run with these three. Do we get a stadium stampede? Do we have a date for the next Blood and Guts? We do not. Damn. Speaking of Blood and Guts, we have the Elite. Uh, They cut a promo backstage with uh, Matt Jackson getting his foot worked on. And uh, everyone talked. Well, Matt, Nick, and Hangman talked. And then we got the... uh, the Dark Order interrupting, so we continuing on that. Stay tuned for being the elite. I wait, 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 wait. There's still a thing. There's still Apparently. a thing. Someone's All not right. been watching. Someone's not been watching the being the elite. Bro, it's not 2017 anymore, brother. But uh, yeah, yeah H- Hangman was was gonna go chase him down, but uh, uh was it Alex Marvez asked him about uh, Kenny, asking if he went back to Canada. He said, "Oh yeah, Kenny's out of the country, but he's not in Canada." So obviously alluding to him probably going back to Japan. If you guys didn't know, after Double or Nothing, Kenny said that uh, he's going to get some two non-AEW friends to go help him out. So presumably that is uh, Ibushi and somebody else, maybe Okada. Tanahashi. Tanahashi. Okada. Can he get probably, not, probably not Marty Skrull. Uh, the, apparently Marty's selling those masks. Evidence that my phone is listening to me. I brought up Marty Squirrel talking about this a couple days ago, and I go on my Instagram, and he was like the first thing that popped up on my feed, even when I rarely see him. Yes, yes. They're all listening in on you guys. Oh, they are. They are, of course. Um, Yeah, Ricky Starks versus Jay White next week. Didn't 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 uh, Jay White and Juice have a segment with the FTR tonight? They did, and so I still don't know why he went here. I I mean I, I it's a lighter schedule, you know. I get that, but just like I don't know, man. I don't know. I mean, I said I I felt as though Jay White probably should have went to WWE, but with the current uh, financial company situation they're in. I mean, we're not really seeing them hire any new people, especially like big name hires like a Jay White. Um, and unfortunately, it's kind of like where I s- saw him being in AEW, just kind of middle top of the, you know, top middle of the card. Just there. Just kind yeah, just kind of there. And yeah. now with Juice Robinson. For God well, knows what reason. Yeah, that's the thing. Um, the second city saint will return at AEW Collision on its debut episode in Chicago, CM Punk 
will be back. It has been announced. The rumors have been going wild all this time. Apparently, they've reached an agreement. Philip didn't believe any of those reports until Tony Khan said it. Yes, exactly. Duh. But then doesn't that prove that the reports were right? Well, yeah. If okay, so I like like I said, I need to hear somebody who actually is in the know to say that Vince is booking, and then I'll believe it. It's just that simple, bro. Yeah, I could I could report something. Does that mean it's true? No. You need sources. Okay, even okay. Well, let's let's say my sources aren't aren't even right. Then then is it true? As long as you have reputable sources. Uh, but, are, but are you? But you're not supposed to re- reveal your sources. How could you know if they're reputable or not? You can allude to who your sources are. Okay, I could allude all day. That doesn't mean I can allude in the right direction. This I isn't could, a journal. This isn't a journalism ethics I could class. Be this is a podcast about and pro wrestling. And alluding and alluding confirmed. That that doesn't mean anything. Look, my elevator buddy's coming back. I'm happy. I love Phil. He's great. Um, yeah, then Don Callis and uh, Kanoshke Takeshna have a promo. They get booed. San Diego. Not just booed, they get booed out of the building. They got Dominic Mysterio type heat. Love Dom Dom. Love Dom Dom. So I heard I heard, I heard this on a uh, cheap heat. I want to get run this by you guys. With, you know, the... Uh... The 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 pictures for AEW and the in the in the uh and the building and the gate and all that would would it be better if they kind of did the NXT model and just uh only were on the road for pay per views or special dynamites but stay in one place for the for the majority of the year? Absolutely not. You should tour and go to different towns because obviously they're gonna get burnt out. We saw that with Impact. Like, okay, yeah, Impact was running tapings and selling how you know however many tickets that was for the Impact, so like two thousand. But you can only get so big running in the same town every single week. I don't know, man. Those, I mean, I was early. Those early TNA days, that crowd was live for like five years straight. That's all I'm saying. I don't know. That's what I heard. And I was like, that's an interesting point. You know? I mean, given this was just like one one show, you know what I'm saying? I don't know how the gate did for tonight for, for this dynamite. But that was just like one one experience out of pay-per-view. So I was like, that's that's interesting. Uh, what else is on this script here? Statlander defeated Nyla Rose. Yeah, well, great. Uh uh Adam Cole and Britt Baker defeat Jericho and Soraya. Kind of knew this was gonna happen. Now can we move on from all of this, please? Nope. We're going to nope. have this feud for another four months. Yep. It's going to culminate at double or nothing next year. Yes. That's another four months? Yep. Time is a flat circle. That that you really, that did not make any sense at all. Yep. Why yeah, where's the it? logic, Brandon? Yeah, where's the logic, Brandon? Well, you know, they're going to take a couple months. they're going to take a couple months a year from now, then what does that actually mean? Yeah. Maybe the government's gonna change the calendar. Because that's gonna. Hey, you want to hear something though? Real talk. Like the fact that we can vote on when time changes is kind of that's too big, brother, for me. Like time is 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 a thing that we shouldn't well, be able to control. 
Okay, so you realize that the whole are you're talking about like the whole like daylight savings thing, right? Yeah, like I'm just okay. So, so you realize that the whole reason daylight savings is a thing is because of the fact that back in like 1800, 1700, yeah, the 1800s and all that essentially we had a crap ton more farms. And those farms depended on daylight in order to harvest their crops. So they implemented the daylight savings thing so that farm workers had enough time to harvest and plant and do the work that they needed to do. Um, People are looking at changing the daylight savings time now because we don't ha- we we don't really rely on my point, major farms my, everywhere now my point is how are we able to to just change it like that that's my thing well it would just be eliminating the whole hour back hour you know it, it basically would eliminate the spring forward and the fall back my point is like how does how how do we control the time to do this but it's like it's like the dollar and money. What is time? It's it's a time is just a construct in your mind, bro. Exactly. Well, it's no, it's, this, a, this it's a construct. It's a social construct. So, so this not nine sixteen. This this is in my mind. That that's what you're telling me, Brandon. Well, no. Essentially, it would just they they'll either ch- they'll choose one uh specific timing. So probably the. Uh, savings and they'll just go and stick with that. So 916 that we have right now will be 916 from then on. So we, if, so if they want us we to just go forward, we'll go, we'll just, they'll just stick to, we'll go forward and that's it. Yeah. So then why don't we just fast forward through time? Uh, Because time doesn't work like that. But then time works to where we can just choose. Uh, we can just take this hour away. Well, we're not taking an hour away. We're essentially not moving clocks forward or back. It's it's still just all too big brother for me, man. Like I really like I really don't know. Like I'll I'll be looking at the clock during these daylight savings times and it's one o'clock and then boom, oh wait, why is it three o'clock now? Like when we we like that that's just mm. Well, I mean that would be another question, like what about time zones? That's, Why do that's, we have time zones? Let's see. This the, the, these are the things you get on the bullet cast, guys. You don't just get you know Brandon and I arguing about drafts and, and things like that. You know, we uh we 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 talk about things like this here. Um, superstar spotlight. I'm giving it to the NXT roster. They killed it. Who are you giving it to, Brandon? Huh? 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 Uh, I'll give it to uh to Trish Stratus. Thank you, Trish. As, as you should. You're right. Uh, I'm going to give it to Seth Rollins and AJ Styles for putting on one heck of a match at Night of Champions. And I'm also going to give it to AJ Styles for showing up on Raw because that was cool. Um, yeah. Mo- moving on from that, full queer June 4th, 2 p.m. at uh, the Armistice. 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 Arm- Armistice, Armistice uh, Brewing Co. in Richmond. Uh, go check that out. That's I'm sure that'll be fun. Um, what, uh, June 3rd, I believe, um, Papa Wars, Drake Brewing Company, San Leandro is going on, Big Fawns, Jekylls, all your favorites, go, go check them out, and, uh, yeah, next week is Ugwa, more gay shit too, and Kid Zombies next week for West Coast Pro, 
So uh, some wrestling is going to be happening, guys. Summer is in full swing, and we got matches and events every weekend. Absolutely. Uh, the match from uh, Collectible Stampede will be up at some date and time. You don't want to miss it. Also working on a new vehicle. You guys stay tuned for that. Thank you guys so much. Uh, be safe and stay dangerous. Uh, yes, sir. This has been the Bullet Cast. Thank you for listening.